Welcome to Roadside, where we talk about the fascinating and sometimes disturbing history behind roadside attractions and unique destinations. Hello! Hello! And welcome back to Roadside. I'm Janica. And I'm her daughter, Abigail. And we are a little bit late, but that's okay. It's okay. Because again, you're going to get... (laughs) <laughs> You're gonna get the next episode super fast. Yes, <laughs> and I apologize to everybody for the lateness. I've been she's moved. I moved like two weeks ago, and then I had to move again. Yes. So, but I'm done moving now. Everything is there at the apartment. You don't want to move There's again? No more. No, I don't want to <laughs> move again. I don't. I don't blame but you. Everything is everything is moved now. So good. The only stuff we have left to do is unpacking. Awesome. That's yes. very exciting. I am so excited to be done with that. Happy that that's all that done. That was exhausting. Speaking of which, why are you at the frat house? You don't have internet yet? No, I have, we just got in a couple days ago, so I haven't even set up. Oh, I guess it is yet. June 1st. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. I'm thinking like um, you've already been living there because you've been moving stuff in, but today is actually June 1st. So Yeah. Well, we moved in, like we started sleeping there a couple days ago. Oh, okay set up internet for our place, which I'm already done with. I just have to call them and do it. Cool. Nice. So what else has been going on? (sighs) So my cats don't get along. Mm. My cat and Ryan's cat don't get along. And my cat Freya is the most beautiful little girly ever, but she is so shy. And she she just likes her introvert time. This is not her, by the way. This is the if you're on YouTube, there is a cat walking in front of Abigail's face yeah, back and right forth. Here. So. <laughs> um, but she just, she's a grumpy, old, spoiled lady. Okay. That is what she is. She is just Same. spoiled and she is just stubborn. Okay. Same. So she doesn't want to play with Percy because Percy is like still younger and he's full of energy and he wants yeah. to play and he wants to be best friends. And so the other night, the first night that we started sleeping there, we were sitting on the couch and I, we just let them out of their kennels in the house to roam around, just going to rip the bandaid off. Yep. She's got to get used to it at some point. She has we were to. sitting on the couch and she's hidden under the bedroom in this, under the bed in the spare bedroom. Oh. Way back in the corner, just like, like hiding Aww. away. Freya. Wants to be such friends. He wants her so bad to be friends with him. Yeah. So he's like, he crawls under the under the bed to like be friends, and we just hear her, and she's like hissing at him, and she's she's not like hitting him or doing anything. She's just like, you know, get away. Right. Um. So then he'd be like, okay, like I'll go leave, and then he'd come out for like ten minutes, and then he'd go back. Oh. And he'd come back out for ten minutes, and then he'd go back. He did it like six times. Oh gosh. And now he's leaving her alone. Okay. So that's good. And she they came both out. have to learn, basically. Yes. She came out from under the bed for the first time since we... Oh, I know. And she barely even came out from under the bed. But I was laying there watching her under the bed. And she came She came right out and I gave her some scratches. And, and then she went right back in there. Is she done with the cone now? Yeah, she doesn't have the cone anymore. Good. Yes. Well, after a while, they'll get used to each other. Yeah, she's gotta. She has to. She's She is the problem here. Percy just wants to be bestest friends. She's just a spoiled little girl who wants everything her way. Yeah. It's not going to happen. 
And I don't get it because she was she was friends with my old roommate's cat, Doc. And they that would like run cool. around and play and oh. stuff. Like and Doc was a bigger cat too, like much bigger than Freya. Yeah, but how long so, ago was that? Not that long, less than a year. Oh, okay. I don't know. Yeah. But she hasn't really been around any other cats since then. Yeah. So she just has to deal. She does. She'll get over it. She'll get over it. What's going on with you, Mom? I have been working on putting a paver walkway in the backyard. Yeah. She blew up on TikTok again. Again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, apparently people like my little snarky DIY more than my just like basic talking DIY because I was I mean I would much rather watch a snarky DIY I was so over it I was just like digging dirt is a pain in the ass like Mm -hmm. no thank you like I don't want it um apparently I there's a thing called a sod cutter so I'm going to wrap one of those so I don't have to do the patio, too, because I want to have a paver patio. But that's even more work. So I was like, Mm -hmm. 70 bucks to rent a sod cutter for four hours. That's not too bad. Actually, 85 because the Home Depot by me doesn't have them. So and the Lowe's by me doesn't have them. So I have to drive to one of them somewhere else. And for some reason, it's more money in that little Mm -hmm. town. But whatever. $85 $85 is worth me not breaking my back. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> I've done I totally enough. Understand. Well, you've done a great job. Thank you. It looks awesome. Thank you. I'm so excited for when it's done. It's, it's going to look yes. so good. I'm excited for you too. That'll be good. Thanks. We just had to take a big long pause. So we're kind of like lost. But anyway, so here we are. Anyways. Welcome. Again. Welcome. <laughs> and, uh- <laughs> Even though you weren't here for the big long pause. <laughs> They're like, yeah, we've been here the whole time. <laughs> we, we didn't go anywhere, man. I don't know what's going on with you guys. Oh, a lot. We just finished recording our bonus episode mm-hmm. for our patrons. Yes. And it was supposed to be recorded on Memorial Day, but yes. moving and stuff got in the way, so we recorded it today. And so in honor of Memorial Day, we did the spookiest military tales yes yes and they were super interesting okay good (laughs) a great time i was very enthralled good 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 yes yes so we have some awesome news we do patreon now offers free trials they sure do you can support us by going to patreon.com slash roadside and then you can sign up for a free seven day trial on a ride in the britches buoy if you don't yes. know what that means please go listen to the five haunted lighthouses of the oregon coast yes yes <laughs> but that will get you access to our bonus episodes yeah, you can listen to our bonus episodes yeah and then after those seven days are up if you say, these are crap, I don't want to do this, fine, you know, whatever. No, you wouldn't do that because you love us. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> we if hope you love it. If you don't like it, we're not going to be mad at you. No, we won't. We we love all our not listeners. Outwardly. What? I said not outwardly. <laughs> not outwardly. We won't tell you. We'll just talk we about it behind your back. back. I mean, you know, it's fine. That's what girls do all the time. 
<laughs> we'll just continue to talk about it on bonus episodes so you can't hear it. <laughs> <laughs> totally kidding. We oh, love you guys so much. About how much we hate you. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't think, well, I think I hate one person and that's about it. <laughs> so. I don't know if I hate anybody right now. I yeah. have I don't some really very hate. strong dislikes yeah, for some people. I would say hate, yeah. I mean. I don't know if I hate anybody right now. No. I just have people that, um, I just have people that, you know, I want in the hex jar. And that's that's fine. Yeah, in the that's, hex jar. Right. I'm going to make a new one sometime soon. All right. I'm all, the old one's getting. It's getting full of hexes. It's getting full. Okay. Okay. It's getting full. Damn. You don't want to end up in Abigail's hex jar. So. Yeah. So you better like our bonus episodes. <laughs> Just kidding. We love you. We hope that you give us a shot for the bonuses. Do that seven day free trial. And then we hope you stick around. Yes. But if you don't, we'll be okay. We we'll understand. Survive. Yes. We yes. totally will. We yes. will. I have just something exciting for me personally, but it also affects all of you beautiful listeners. Okay, tell me. I am building a recording studio in my basement. You are? I am. You haven't told me that. I know, I'm telling you right now. <laughs> Gosh, that's so exciting. I am so excited. I have this vision. Okay, tell me everything. Our listeners won't know this, except for those that have actually been at my house that are my friends or family. In my basement, I have a friend's door. Like, it's painted like the friends. The purple with the, the picture frame. Yeah, with the picture frame, and then it says friends on it. And so behind that door is just, like, storage. Mm-hmm. Well, right to the right of that, uh, or as soon as you walk in there to the right, it's just, like, this little, like, five by six Yeah, nook. it's just, like, it's, a little nook. Yeah. yeah. It's basically as small as, as, like, as the size of a bathroom. Right. So I decided I'm going to put up some drywall and I'm going to put up some acoustic panels, have some cute little chairs in there. I'm going to move my on air sign that I have in there. And That's so cute. I'm so excited. I'm so excited because I, I use my office for multiple jobs and mm-hmm. my Etsy store. And I've been doing lots of Etsy orders and recording. Mm-hmm. My office is just kind of a mess like if you're on youtube you just see this blank wall behind me basically you don't see the whole entire mess that's around the rest <laughs> of it. Like, shelves of vinyl above my head for my uh cricket machine but yes so our youtube videos will be you know i don't know i'll be in a cozier place yeah and i just feel like the acoustics will, will too better yeah yeah <laughs> and then if you're whenever you're in town we can like hang we can out in the recording studio so exciting i'm excited i'm so excited i'm so excited oh that's gonna be so nice it'll like it'll just be a dedicated space there mm-hmm. won't be clutter around and i can actually put my laptop like right now my laptop is sitting on top of a binder so it's raised high enough so the microphone's not right in front of my face so mm-hmm. Yeah, but anyway. That'll be good. That'll be really good. Yes, I'm so excited for it. I'm excited for you. I got to get this paver patio done before I start yeah, on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it might be a little, it might be a hot minute while you get your outside stuff done, but. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the biggest good. outside thing that I want to get done is that patio. Yeah. And then I mean, I'll focus on I know you and I know your DIYs, so I yeah. know it's going to be good. Thank you. The people on TikTok say so. They do. They do. They do. They do say so. They say, we love this snarky DIY lady. <laughs> if you want to go watch that, uh, 
what is my TikTok? I don't even Janica know. Lee 22. Is that what it is? Maybe. I feel like that's it. That's always it. It is Janica Lee 22. So if you want to go watch my um, memorized. Mm. Yeah. If you want to go watch my, my DIY paver walkway, it's pinned at the top of my page and hear what my snarky ass has to say about my DIY projects. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, some, a little exciting news for our podcast. Okay. We have over 3000 downloads now. And we love you all so much for that. We love you so much. That's so exciting. I want to give each and every one of you a hug. Yeah. Yeah. Big air hugs. Air hugs. Air hugs for all you. (laughs) (laughs) And I think I just think it's fascinating that because on our RSS feed you can see like what city has the most listeners. Oh yeah. I literally, I look at like this RSS thing like every single day just to That's see. So, I, I think I would too. That's really cool. Well, you you have access to it, honey, if you want to go look at it. Uh, yeah. Okay. I will. Like, and every single month, our numbers just keep going up. So I just, I love this so much. That's I'm so good. Excited. I love that. But I find it fascinating that, first of all, not surprising, our number one city is in the United States in like the St. Louis area because- well, we're in the St. Louis area. Yes, we are. But our number two is Germany. Really? So hi, Germany. Germany. We love you. Thank you for listening. That's so exciting. So much that you're our number two spot yeah. of listeners, of that all of our really listeners. Cool. I, would have, I, I would have never expected that. I wouldn't either. And I, I, exciting. I'm so happy you guys found us. Yeah, for real. And I did have somebody ask me like, oh, well, how do I download it to make it count for you? Like, does that count? It's it call, they call it a download. It's just when you listen to it, so it's oh, not okay. it's not really a download. Actually, didn't really know what that meant either. So I'm glad you yeah. clarified that. Yeah. Well, that's really exciting. Yeah. Yes. Yay for us. Yay for and us. Thank you all. We love you. Yes, and thank you, Germany. Yeah, thank you, Germany. <laughs> and now I feel like we have to do something in Germany. We have we have to okay. do a Germany episode. Okay. Let me write it. Let me write it down. Actually, if you uh, if all of our German listeners want to tell us. Is there a specific place you'd love to hear about in Germany? Yeah. You can email us at roadsidepod at gmail.com. Yes. Would, if there's any spooky places or anything like that. Crime places or I would whatever. love to hear it. We would love to hear it and do an episode for you. Yeah, definitely. Do you want to get into our episode today? I'm ready. Okay. Oh, I... Four four weeks in a row, guys, you're listening to me talk. Sorry. Um, Abigail has been busy moving, as she said. I love you all, though. Oh, my gosh. We're both drinking out of the cup that we got on vacation together. <gasps> oh, my God. Cheers. Cheers. Love you. What are you drinking? Water. I have iced tea. No. <laughs> Neither of us have anything exciting. <laughs> I've been craving iced tea, so I told Nathan, make iced tea today. Nice. All right. Because we have had... A few pretty hard episodes lately. Yeah. Some rough ones. Between two parts of Velisca, two mm-hmm. parts of Heaven Gate, Heaven's Gate, the St. Louis Plate Glass Factory. Like, we're just give, giving you some hard one, hard hitters yes, here. Yes, we are. We need a mood lifter. Yes. That's why I decided today we're doing a palate cleanser. It is kind of a mood lifter. That's a good way okay. to put it, actually, rather I'm than ready. a palate cleanser. I wouldn't necessarily say that this is, like, family-friendly, Okay. Teenagers, maybe. Okay. Now, of course, that's going to vary by every family. 
Mm-hmm. I personally would be totally fine with taking my 17-year-old here. I would not take my 10-year-old here. So okay. just my opinion. But you do you, you know, your family, you figure it okay. out. Yeah. So today we are talking about the Museum of Broken Relationships. <gasps> Have you heard okay. of this? No, but it sounds sad. I know it is. It is a little sad. Oh. So, and we're leaving the U.S. again. Oh, okay. So we are going to Zagreb, I'm guessing is how you say it, Croatia. Croatia. Okay. Mm -hmm. What's up, Croatia? Before all of you that say, but I like the spooky, creepy stuff, don't run away yet, okay? Because I promise you, this is going to be, this is going to give you some emotions. Okay. Am I going to cry during this? I don't know. I mean, it's going to be sad. It's going to be funny. It's going to be like bittersweet. It's just fun. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. All right. I'm prepared. All right. So the Museum of Broken Relationships is focused mainly on romantic relationships, but they Mm -hmm. do also have some family relationships like parents, siblings, even some like work Mm -hmm. relationships and stuff. And when I first found this, I literally, what I Googled was weird museums. (laughs) (laughs) And this came up and I was like, okay, that just sounds like silly. But once I I got into it, it, I was like, now I want to go. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I found myself in like just a range of emotions going through this. In 1999, and I so apologize to the creators of this museum because I'm probably going to mess up your names. Olinka Vistika, a film producer, and Drazen Grubisik. Okay. I did my best. I'm sorry. Um, a sculptor. The two started dating. They dated for four years and then in 2003 came to the mutual agreement to end their relationship. Mm, sad. Yeah. When they ended their relationship, they had like this little pet bunny. It was just like a basically like a little stuffed rabbit. And it kind of was like important to both of them. Hmm. So there's like, what do we do with it? Right. We can't split it. Right. And so it didn't feel right for either of them to take it. But like, what do you, you don't want to throw it away. Like, what do you do it? And so they kind of like made a joke, uh, like we should put it in a museum. (laughs) And the idea really stuck with Drazen, and in 2006, he reached out to Olinka and asked if she would be interested in making their joke of a museum into reality. That is so cool. Yeah. And she was totally in. She was like, all right, let's do it. Yeah. They both started asking friends and family if there were any items that they had left behind from previous relationships. I and have they, my own little box. Yes. Don't we all? <laughs> Don't we all? And they ended up getting like 40 something items from their friends wow. and family. Each. That's such an interesting idea. I, love I that. know. Oh my gosh. When we get into this, I, I, I love okay. it. I, I, I want to go so bad. I don't know when I'm going to get to Croatia. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, each donation also came with a personal story. And that is okay. what totally makes this museum Mm -hmm. because if you just walked into a museum and just saw a bunch of things without any explanation stuff yeah but you start reading these personal stories and it it hits you it hits you Mm -hmm. in the feels man i'm telling Mm -hmm. you okay i I wrote (laughs) you're going 
your emotions are going to flow, so grab some tissues. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Maybe you will cry. I don't remember. Oh, it's been no. like five days since I did this. Oh, no. Oh, and then I said, <laughs> also, make sure you aren't drinking anything unless you want it to come out of your nose when you laugh. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Uh, so they took the collection on the road and they traveled with this collection for four years. Wow. Yeah. They visited Argentina, Bosnia, mm. Germany, Macedonia, the Philippines, Serbia, Singapore, Slovenia, South Africa, Turkey, the United Kingdom, and the United States. That is so cool. And this reminds me of, have you ever seen Eat, Pray, Love? I haven't actually. Okay, you should. I love it. In that, in the book and the movie, there is this part where she goes. I forget. I forget which country she's in at the time, but she like goes to the country. She's like volunteering, and there's all these people, these like girls there, women, and um, don't have like the the needs in life. You know, fundamental like food, shelter, all of that. And like, Mm, or very little of it. So she's like there to volunteer and help out. And during her trip, she said, all of these women were basically talking about, oh, I wonder if he likes me. And oh, he was like, you know, like, she's like, no matter where you are in the world, no matter your situation in life, relationships are just, they're always part of everywhere. Yeah. Like, yeah. And sometimes we feel so alone in whatever kind of relationship. Like some people have very rocky relationships with family too, mm-hmm. you know, but like sometimes your personal relationships and it's like sometimes we feel alone in them, but people have gone through it for centuries, you know? So For as long as people have been alive, Correct. there has been relationships. Yep. And relationship problems. And, and relationship good, problems. Good things, bad things. Yes. All of the things. So in those four years, over 200,000 people came to see it. And mm. along the way, more people started giving them items. Oh. Yeah. So they were collecting as they so went along. just collected along. more and more. Yeah. Yep. yep. Drazen and Olinka, and if I'm butchering those names and you're from Croatia, please let me know. Realized that they had something here and wanted a permanent location. Yeah. Yeah. So they reached out to the Croatian Ministry of Culture to Mm. try and get them to fund a location for them. That's so cool. Yeah. Apparently, though, the ministry didn't think this type of museum was worthy of their help. Stupid. (laughs) So Drazen and Alinka, who were passionate about this project... Mm -hmm. They decided that they were going to put their own money together. They oh, nice. totally believed this was going to work. I mean, they had already yeah. had 200,000 people in four years visit and keep contributing items. Right. So they put their own money together and they rented a 3,200 square foot space in Zagreb. That is 300 square meters for anybody that does not use, you know, the U.S. system yeah. that we've been, we've never changed from. So this would make it the city's first privately owned museum. Wow. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. They opened the permanent location in October of 2010, and they were open every day of the week. Wow. And this attracted a lot of tourists, like basically one, because of what it was, like Mm -hmm. totally different than any other museum. Yeah, definitely. 
And two, a lot of other museums were not open every day of the week. So if a tourist mm-hmm. is there for a weekend and like there's a Sunday, they want to go see something. This is the only museum the museums open. Are closed. Yeah. Yeah. All the items, like I said, have a story to go with them. A lot of them have dates of the, of the relationship, like how long the relationship mm-hmm. was, the location that it took place in. I think I only saw one that had a name on it, but like they are kind of all just like anonymous. Thank you. I was like, what is yeah. that word? They're all <laughs> anonymous. Yeah. About a year and a half later in May of 2011, the Museum of Broken Relationships received the Kenneth Hudson Award. Oh. So this award goes to, and this is in quotes, a museum person, project, or group of people who have demonstrated the most unusual, daring, and perhaps controversial achievement that challenges common perceptions of the role of museums in society. Wow. Yeah. That's a, so that's a, that's a big achievement. Yeah. I thought that's, that's yeah. pretty cool. And they had only and been open for 18 yeah, months. Not even a year. Well, a year and a half. Oh, oh okay. Okay. Yeah. But I was like, wow, that's pretty, Yeah, you know, fairly new museum. Yeah. Good for them. Yes. In 2016, John B. Quinn opened another location in Los Angeles, California. Oh. But unfortunately, it didn't go as well in L.A., and they closed November 22nd, 2017. So they were oh, only open sad. a little over a year. Yeah. yeah. I know. Oh, well. You can't beat the original. I know. I guess not. One article called the L.A. location, The Museum of Healing Broken Hearts. Oh. Yeah. That's so sad. And this location had six rooms and a woman by the name of Alexis Hyde served as the director of the museum. Okay. So now I'm going to go into some of the donated items. I'm ready. I'm ready. (laughs) Some of these items, like some might seem silly, some, Mm. you know, whatever, but like we've been there, you know, and an item can mean something to you. And it might be totally worthless to someone else, you know? Yep. Okay. All right. We're having a blast with some uh, technical difficulties. (laughs) For a third time, we are back. I need a new laptop so bad. Because this thing keeps, like, giving us issues. Yeah. It's okay. We got to push through it. We're going to make it work, okay? We are going to make it. We're we're, we're, um, just yeah we're just gonna make this work we gotta (laughs) in some way all right so we were getting ready to go through some of the exhibits yeah all right i am going to go through some of the exhibits some are shorter some are longer Um, i think i have like 12 of them there's way more but you know we don't have time to go through all of them yeah you said there's 12 i think i have 12 of them that I'm going to read to you. And oh, okay. some like really short, like one okay. or two sentences. But Abigail, if this stops on us, please let me know because I'm going to open a new tab. That's okay. I will be watching. <laughs> okay. Thank you. The first one is called, is titled an X-Ax. An X-Ax. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's funny. This is, the date is 1995 and it says the woman who donated, or no, bleh, I wrote that. This is 1995. Okay. So this was a a woman that donated this axe. She was the first woman that I let move in with me. All my friends thought I needed to learn to let people in more. 
A few months after she moved in, I was offered to travel to the U.S. She could not come along. Mm -hmm. At the airport, we said goodbye in tears, and she was assuring me that she could not survive three weeks without me. Oh, right. Love. It's love. I returned after three three weeks, and she said, I fell in love with someone else. (gasps) Right? That bitch. Even worse, not three weeks, she says. I have known her for just four days, but I know she can give me everything that you cannot. And they didn't use the axe against her. (laughs) Oh, no. I'm just wondering. Oh, no. That's just, yeah, you're going to like this, I think. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. (laughs) I was banal. I did not look that up. What does banal mean? I don't know. Banal. I'm going to go with like pissed off. So lacking in originality as to be obvious and boring. Okay. But a lot of this is donated from different countries, so people may use words differently too. So I don't know. But I'm also just made made them feel like, oh, I guess I'm just so boring. Maybe. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh oh wait, hold on. Let me finish the sentence. I was banal and (laughs) asked and asked about her plans regarding our life together. Okay, I don't know. The next day, she still had no answer, so I kicked her out. Yeah? She immediately went on holiday with her new girlfriend. Of course. While her furniture stayed with me. Hmm. Interesting. (laughs) I know where this is going. (laughs) Not knowing what to do with my anger, I finally bought this axe at Carstat. I guess that's some kind of store. Mm-hmm. to blow off steam and give her at least a small feeling of loss, which she obviously did not have after our breakup. Mm-hmm. In the 14 days of her holiday, she meets this woman, falls in love in four days, and now and goes on a two-week vacation. <laughs> right? Like, what? Oh, oh my God. <sighs> Every day, I axed one piece of her furniture. <laughs> enjoy that i love it i love it Uh, yeah i kept the remains there as an expression of my inner condition the more her room filled with chopped furniture acquiring the look of my soul (laughs) so poetic (laughs) i felt (sighs) two weeks after she left she came back for the furniture it was mm-hmm. ne- <laughs> it was neatly arranged into small heaps and fragments of wood. Yep. <laughs> she took that trash and left my apartment for good. The axe was promoted to a therapy instrument. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's why uh, we have rage rooms. That's why what? That's why we have rage rooms. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I loved that one. I was like, that's a good one to start that's on. That's a good one. Definitely. Okay. Next one is called Jar of Spicy Amish Pickles. Jar of Spicy Amish Pickles. Got it. October 2013 to December of 2013. New York, New York. So just two months. Mm-hmm. I bought these as a present for the first guy I ever, in parentheses, in parentheses thought I loved. Mm-hmm. He told me about how he used to do his homework in the bathtub as a kid and brought me a book on our first date. 
And he said he loved these damn pickles. He stopped returning my texts before I ever got a chance to give them to him. Yup. Ghosting (laughs) bastard. Yes. So there is a jar of spicy Amish pickles in this museum. Nice. All right. Here's a fun one for the next one. (laughs) Okay. Number three, a black dildo. Ooh. Love it. So spicy. <laughs> Maybe spicier than those pickles. <laughs> Maybe even spicier than those pickles. Maybe. <laughs> uh, 1987 to 2007. So this was a long one. Oh, wow. Yeah. Gosh, well, that's 30 years. Yeah. Bloomington, Indiana. So this one's in the U.S. Okay. Around the time of my 27th birthday, my boyfriend gave me this. Perhaps because we'd agree we wouldn't have sex until we got married. Four years later, we did marry, having kept our promise. Aw, good for them. Yeah. Seven years after that, we separated. We didn't click sexually, even though we created and were raising a beautiful child. Hmm. It took me a long time to realize how much good sex matters. (laughs) True. Okay, number four is a key bottle opener. Now, you'll need to look, go look at a picture of this because this is a really cool, it's like kind of like a green patina and it's like a wine bottle opener, but it's in the shape of a key. What do I, how do I look this up? I don't know. I can post a picture of it. We can do that too. Yeah. So this one doesn't have a date, but it's from Slovenia. Okay. You talked to me of love and presented we, this one's going to make me cry. Okay, hold on. Let me start over. You talked to me of love and presented me with small gifts every day. This is just one of them, the key to the heart. You mm. turned my head. You just did not want to sleep with me. Oh. I realized just how much you loved me only after you died of AIDS. <gasps> oh. Right? That's so sad. I know. Like, ugh. That's horrible. Ugh. I know. Oh. Uh, now I'm gonna cry. Okay, <laughs> number so five this is a mood lifter episode. I, oh no, this is an all over the place episode. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's no like murder. I don't think. Okay, anyway, um, I don't think only the murdered uh, furniture. Yes, the murdered furniture. Uh, number five, a bottle of wine. This is 1989 okay. to 2010. Okay, in London, England. We had been together in secret for years. Mm. The bottle of wine was to drink when we left our spouses. Oh. Yeah. We never did. And over the years, our relationship came to a quiet end. I asked for the wine back. He gave it reluctantly, together with the bits of my heart he still held. Damn. Yeah. Don't cheat on your partners. Right, don't do that. Uh, used up toothpaste. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. A used up tube of toothpaste. Okay. September 2014 to spring of 2015, Los Angeles, California. Okay. In the time it took me to go through one tube of toothpaste, I slowly stopped grieving over X. Hmm. When I first started sleeping over, I noticed he would set my toothbrush be- he would set up my toothbrush before we went to bed. Each night there was a neat strip of toothpaste on two brushes side by side. 
That's sweet. See, I thought it was creepy, but she thinks it's sweet too. Or he, I don't know. It was one small thing of many that made me fall so deeply in love with him. In spite of the fact that I was perpetually one foot in, one foot out, and ready to run. Mm, Yeah. He always used a specific brand of toothpaste. And when he withdrew from my life, never fully fully expressing that he was leaving me, Mm -hmm. I looked for him everywhere. I bought the same brand of toothpaste and felt heartbroken twice, three times a day. Aww. I don't brush my teeth three times a day. Wait, twice, three times a day. I don't know. Anyway. (laughs) But the heart heals. When I squeezed the last amount of toothpaste from the very top of the tube, I realized I no longer felt gutted by his absence. Hmm. But I still haven't managed to throw the tube away. I think about him in some form every day. I recognize now that my loss was partly my own fault, which is perhaps an even more bitter pill to swallow. So if you ever see this and recognize that it's me, Please give me a call. I want to know that you're well. Aww. So whoever whoever uh, had this tooth, favorite toothpaste and would set it up for your partner, they're looking for you, I guess. They're looking for you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, well, some of these are so like sad. Yeah. A parachute rig. Okay. Three years in Finland. Okay. I met him on my first parachute jump. I was really scared, but this handsome man who is my tandem jump instructor saved me. Later, he helped me, he helped teach me to jump solo. We loved to play in the sky and we loved each other. Then he died in a parachute accident. (gasps) Mm. Oh my God. That's just heartbreaking. That's horrible. Yeah. Because that's how they fell in love. I know. That's, that's terrible. Yes. That's so sad. An antique watch. 1987. And this one is in Zagreb, Croatia. A gift from SK from 1987. She loved antiques. As long as things were old and didn't work. <laughs> that is precisely the reason why we are not together anymore. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, jeez. that's kind of funny yeah that's a good one a gingerbread cookie one day in chicago oh god we met in the middle of oktoberfest i am an american diplomat he a bloke from liverpool working in finance in london Hmm. we connected easily and ditched our friends to hang out alone for a while as soon as we what I said that's kind of fun. That's yeah. nice. I hope their friends were okay with that, though. Yeah. It might have been like, damn, she just ditched me for this guy she just met. Right. <laughs> as soon as we left the beer garden tent, we started laughing like kids. Going for rides, dancing, singing, and we really connected. That's nice. I know. I did not want a long-distance relationship, but after much convincing, red flag... I gave in, and we exchanged details. You should never have to be convinced. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a few days later, I received this text. Mm. Stephanie, it is hard for me to say this to you, as you are a great girl, but could we leave the quote-unquote friends thing, please? 
it is true. I am engaged with two kids. <laughs> uh-huh. Bitch. That motherfucker. Yeah. And he was convincing her to have a long-distance relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just like yep. That's right. I'm going through a bit of a tough time, but I know oh. in my heart I love her and I want to make a go of it. Wow. You poor thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Having a good-looking single friend will only make that a whole lot harder to work out in my head, I feel. Mm-hmm. Many thanks for a great time. I will always remember it. Please don't phone or text, as I fear it could only cause trouble. Have a great life. P. Well, P, you're a penis. So, yeah. S- suck. P stands for penis. Yeah. Little bitch. <laughs> I hope your I hope your I hope your uh, your fiance found out about that. Yeah, I hope she did. Yeah, I hope she did. I hope she either saw this display and realized it was you, or hears this episode and realizes it's yeah. you and you're a douche. Yeah. And that was in well, it was one day. It doesn't say what year, so I don't know. But I guess if your significant other worked in finance in London, in Liverpool, and you had two kids together, anyway. Anyway. Okay. A postcard. I am a 70-year-old woman from Yurvan, the capital of Armenia. Okay. I visited Zagreb back in 1967, and the city is very close to my heart. When I found out from a local newspaper that there exists the Museum of Broken Relationships, I was sad and happy at the same time. Mm. This is a postcard Oh, this one's, oh, I forgot it. This one, ugh. This is a postcard that was inserted through the slit of my door a long time ago by our neighbor's son. He had been in love with me for three years. Following the old Armenian tradition, his parents came to our home to ask for my hand. Hmm. My parents refused, saying their son did not deserve me. Hmm. They left angry and very disappointed. Yeah. That same evening, their son drove his car off a cliff. I know. Oh, my God. I know. Holy shit. That poor kid. And what really bummed me out about that one, it's like it wasn't even her choice. Like, she didn't even yeah, get she the option even the one to that rejected. say anything. Yeah. Yes. She wasn't the one that rejected him. And to, and for horrible. the parents to just, like, ask, I don't know, I just, to just refuse. Like, I yeah. mean. That's sad. I mean, if you know what's best for your child, I understand. But you didn't yes. need to be like, your son doesn't deserve my daughter. Right. That's yeah. too much. Yes. Red photo frame displaying a condom. Ooh, okay. I knew there was going to be a condom in here somewhere. <laughs> I knew it. See why I wouldn't take my 10-year-old here? <laughs> we got a black dildo. Now we got a condom. Like, yep. Oh, uh, it's used by the way it's not like in the package i knew (laughs) that we were gonna have one uh so the timeline for this relationship about a month okay and this is in pristina kosovo okay the song the first time i ever saw your face which i don't know what that is i don't either could be used to explain the story behind this object both as its emotional interpretation and its factual narrative. Hmm. 
The story began with our brief introduction through social media. Initially, as a fruitless discussion about the likes of posts in said media. Mm -hmm. At that point, our debate resembled a platonic love that disregarded sexual emotions. It was simply a social interaction between opposite sexes. Mm -hmm. (sighs) After my insisting on a first date, (laughs) which turned out quite emotional, discussions about each other began to unfold in an almost Freudian context. Hmm. Mm -hmm. We embarked on the subject of love by revealing intimate and emotional details to one another. As a result, at the end of that night, we agreed that all that had passed between us was to be kept a secret. Okay. And it was understood that there were no strings attached. The fact that we met up so quickly after less than half an hour of virtual conversation... (laughs) Virtual conversation. Yeah, less than a half an hour of virtual conversation. Okay. Resulted in us contacting one another again online. Conversing on social networks gave her a greater sense of confidence. The following day, I was invited to come to her apartment. This is all very fast. (laughs) Yeah, and I don't get a good vibe from this. And everything I saw and did there was a first for me. It was also the first time I saw a different side to her. We talked about that night for about a month. I had certain feelings of love that I was skeptical about, and I didn't want to start a relationship. Hmm. To make sure we no longer had any contact, we quote unquote disconnected our relationship. And so all I have saved from that night is this condom and some memories that I will never forget. First of all, Why'd you save a used condom? Yeah. That's gross. Right? That's pretty nasty. Yeah. I don't like this guy. (laughs) I'm going to be honest. Insisting, first of all, on meeting Uh up. That's a red flag again. And And the fact that he said she felt more comfortable having a conversation over social media rather than in person. Yeah. Now, he did say she invited him to the apartment But was that like a, was she coerced? I mean, I don't know these people, but was that like a, right. Like, oh, just let me come over. Just let me come over. Mm -hmm. You know, like. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know. I get bad vibes about this one. Yeah, me too. I kept the object in my atelier. I don't know. I guess some kind of drawer or something. And kept it hidden with the notion of exhibiting it somewhere as an unforgettable memory. Like, this one just gives me really gross vibes. Yeah. This gives me weird, like, predator vibes. Yeah, like stalker kind of. Like, Like he kept it as, like, a trophy, you know? uh, Yeah, it's just gross. Yeah, it is gross. And now it's, like, on display for everybody to look at. Yeah, ew. I don't like it. Yeah. I lied. I have 13, not 12. Okay. Okay, number 12. That's what we're on now. A mobile phone. A mobile phone, you said? A mobile phone. Okay. July 12th, 2003 to April 14th, 2004. Croatia. It was 300 days too long. He gave me his mobile phone so I couldn't call him anymore. Like that one, like I have mixed emotions on that one. Okay. It was, it was like almost a year. But he was like, you can't keep calling me. Right. my phone. Right. That's just, 
harsh. Like I have mixed emotions on that one because when I had a really bad breakup and it got to the point where I told him, I said, block me on social media so that I don't reach out to you again. So I kind of feel like maybe that's the 2004 version of like, yeah, here's my phone. But that's kind of like a big deal. Like I couldn't imagine like handing somebody my phone and being like, here's my phone. So you can't call me. Like just change your number, dude. Yeah. That's (laughs) what I was thinking. I was like, that's so dramatic. Yeah. Uh, Whatever. Okay. Now this, I saved this one for last because this is my favorite. Okay. Silicone breast implants. All right. 2009 to 2013. Okay. Los Angeles and New York. So I guess at some point they moved. Mm-hmm. And this one's this one going to piss you off. I'm ready. My ex had convinced me to get breast implants. First of all. Pissed right yeah. off the bat, right? I'm done. Done. Ex Con- Convincing somebody to do something is a red flag. Yeah. Just don't. That's bye. Yep. Yep. Go away. Yep. He would continually comment on how he was a quote unquote boob guy and allude to the idea that my natural breasts were not big enough. Stupid, gross idiot. Yes. At the time, I hadn't had enough therapy to tell him to go fuck himself. It's like that sometimes. Clearly she has that now. Yes. Good for her. (laughs) And over time, I began to believe that my breasts were inadequate. That's sad. It is. I got silicone breast implants, which he initially paid for and then made me pay him back. That fucking bitch. Like, what a dick. Yeah, seriously. What the fuck? She wouldn't have gotten them if it wasn't for you. Right. You belittle so her. You should pay for them. Yeah. She says, okay, fine. Because you finally convince her that she's not adequate enough for your fucking boob guy. Mm-hmm. You pay for them and then say, oh, now you have to pay me back. Yo, sorry. You have to pay me back. What the fuck? She didn't even want them. No, she didn't. And I'm sure her regular boobs are fine. Yes, absolutely. Natural beauty, man. I mean, if you want breast implants yourself, great. Get them. Go for it. I support you. Do whatever you want. It's your body. But don't ever let anybody convince you. If a gross man is telling you to do it. And you don't want to. Yeah. Yeah, he's gross. Leave him. I had these implants in my body for five years, some of the years with him and some without. I hated them the entire time. Mm -hmm. They not only caused me emotional trauma, but they ended up physically traumatizing me as well. Mm. My body rejected them from day one. And in the first year, I had to have two surgeries, one to place them in and one surgery for revision. They would not sit properly in my body. Mm. In the second surgery, the surgeon decided to detach nearly my entire pectoral muscle from my sternum. That's a lot. I had no idea it had been cut so far. Mm. And that eventually led to a rotator cuff injury as well. Yes. What the heck? I can't imagine this. Yeah. Also, some guy can have a woman with bigger boobs. Yes, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Stupid. As well as causing the implants to rise higher and higher on my chest. Mm. I looked like I had an insanely high, hard push-up bra on at all times. Mm. I finally decided to have the implants removed to reclaim my own natural, beautiful body. 
Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. And to close the door on any leftover influence my ex had on my life. Good. The removal surgery was arguably more intense than the other surgeries. I know. I hate that. Yeah. It was a complete reconstruction of my breasts as well as having to repair my pectoral muscle. Yeah. Apparently, my pecs were cut, rolled back, and sutured by the previous surgeon. So the current surgeon had to undo the sutures, Mm. unroll, and stretch the pectoral muscle, and then sew it back to the bone. Like, that sounds... That's traumatizing. Horrific. Yeah. Horrific. I cannot even imagine doing this. I mutilated my body for a man I loved. At the time, I loved him more than I loved myself. I've been there. Same. Unfortunately. (laughs) Which I now know is very toxic. You need to love yourself fully and completely before you can truly love another. I am so much happier since having these removed. The surgeon was so surprised and amused by the fact that I wanted to keep these. But how could I not? (laughs) I mean. Yeah. They have marked such a huge emotional journey for me. Part of me wanted to mail the implants to my ex in a box. (laughs) That'd be funny. (laughs) That'd be really funny, girl. You know what would be even funnier if you did it? But covered him in fake blood. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. With a note that said, I'm finished with these. Mm-hmm. You can have them back. But as funny as that would be, I think this exhibit seems to be a much better and much healthier idea. Yeah. What a beautiful send-off for these two lumps of silicone that caused me so much pain. Yeah. Yeah. I think that is a good way to to end that chapter of her life. I agree. To you know, put them in a museum and say don't do this for a dumb man. Yes. You know, don't change who you are just because someone doesn't like it. Yes. I think that's a good message to send. Yeah, I agree. And I just like that one really that one was touching. Yeah, that's you know? a good one. Yeah. I like that. I hope that that girl is out there doing great. I and do I hope too. That she doesn't have any more medical issues with that kind of stuff, and she can just heal. Yes, and if first somehow she ever hears this, I mean, I don't know where she's living, New York or LA now, but if she ever hears this, man, we love you. You're awesome. You. Thank you for sticking up for yourself and yes. for and putting this on display for all we- women. Yeah, for telling I feel your like story. That yeah. is healing for so many women to hear yes. about. So I had I had to put that one in here. Yeah, that was a really good one. The LA location had what they call a wall of confessions. Ooh. So this one, anybody that visited could write anything they wanted on this wall. Interesting. So these are all very short, but I just had to do some of them. Yeah. So number one, fuck you, Joseph. Your new girl ain't as cute as me. <laughs> Fucking Joseph. <laughs> Fucking Joseph. Bitch. Uh, number two, I still miss you, but I don't want you back anymore. Mm. Oh, I felt that one. Yeah. <laughs> like you miss the good memories, you know? Yes. Yeah. 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 Number three, one time a guy fell in love with me after we hooked up once. Nice. 
but I only hooked up with him to see whether or not I was straight. All right. All right. Go for it. Yeah, you go for it. Do you, baby? Number, number four. Oh, this one's sad. Hmm. I thought parents were forever, but after she died, you left me. Hmm. It was always the wrong parent, and it's bad to think that. Oh, yeah. Sad. It is sad. Number five. I'm still learning to love the parts of me people threw away. I'm going to cry at that one. I felt that one too. Oh yes. my gosh. Number six, I believe in love still, just not people. Damn. Yeah. Damn, that hits hard. I like number seven. Tell me. My dog never loved you. Oh, biggest <laughs> burn ever. If the pets don't like you, you know it's done. Yeah. For real. It reminds me of that A B C D F U song. Yeah, I think yeah. Or she says F U F everyone but your dog or something like that. Yeah, I like that. Uh number eight. I'm really happy I left your dumbass because boy, that dick was not too bomb. <laughs> you tell him. You tell him. <clears throat> As, oh. Oh, that reminds me of... This is making me feel like so... Empowered? bad bitch. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Maybe that's why I picked the ones that I picked, because I could feel them. Mm -hmm. So this one reminded me of when my worst breakup of my life I had, and my friend Steven asked me, he's like... He's like, oh, was the sex good? And I was like, no. And he's like, well, then screw him. <laughs> yeah, for real. If it's not good, over. Yeah, I mean, he couldn't keep it up, so. Yeah. So, fucking loser. <laughs> he is a loser. He is a loser. He's the biggest loser. He is a big loser. He really was. He was fucking lazy ass. He was He was fucking lazy. And he was mean and to his I kids. I told you from the beginning. I know you did. I know I you did. It. I he was mean to his kids. He was fucking lazy. He was mean to you. He made comments about your weight. Yeah, a couple times. I remember that. I remember one time, and I think I heard it. We were at his dad's house. Oh, God. His dad is a fucking bigger loser than he was. His yeah, dad. why he turned out the way he, why he did. Oh, my God. I remember we were watching the Miss America pageant. They were watching the this Miss what America it, this pageant. This is what it was. I was there for that. Yeah. They were watching the Miss America pageant, and I... Like his dad just made some of the most disgusting comments. And mind you, at the time, like this was not that long ago. This was five years ago, Mm -hmm. six years ago, maybe. His dad was just like drooling over these like 18, 19, 20 year old girls. Like it was so disgusting. I was so grossed out. Piece of shit. He's going in the new hex jar. Awesome. Good. I'll let you put his name in there yourself. Okay. I, I, I will do be that. Good. Yeah. That might be a little therapeutic. Yeah. Yeah. Hex jars are therapeutic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He can go fuck off. I hope I never see his disgusting face ever again. Yeah. Me too. I'd probably punch him. Yeah. I might. I might do that. Yeah. I might. Him and his daughter. <laughs> Bitch. Anyways. Anyways, so yeah, many that, that could be a whole people. podcast a episode. A whole separate episode. And we don't need to do that. <sighs> number nine <laughs> number nine this one is this one i was like damn girl okay 
I secretly enjoy breaking the hearts of men, <laughs> but become an emotional wreck when the same happens to me. Yeah. I was like, like, well, I don't enjoy breaking the hearts of men, but I have been an emotional wreck. Yeah. I can see why someone, I can see the appeal of why someone would enjoy breaking the hearts of men because you can get revenge on them. Especially if they were a shitty person. Yeah. If they were a shitty person, yeah. If they weren't a shitty person, no. But if they're a shitty person and you can you can use it as like an excuse to let out all of your internal rage towards men. Yeah. So yeah, there's another one that I I we were off and on like three times. And the most recent time I did go off on him. And I'm not sad about it because no, you shouldn't. Be. Yeah, but there was another breakup that I had that I did. I did feel bad about the way we broke up. Like uh, he wasn't a bad guy, you know. It just wasn't for me. So, yeah. like he was not great, but I mean he was weird. But like he wasn't. Yeah, like yeah. Um, okay, number ten. We got to wrap this up. We're getting long here. After seven years apart, I am visiting this museum with him. Love works. Oh, that is cute. Yep. I hope they stayed together and they worked it out. Me too. I mean, I, you know, as many times as, I, as I've had my heart broken, I still have hope that someday I'll yeah. find the love of my life. So yeah, someday, maybe someday. I believe in you. Thanks. On the main page of the website, which is Brokenships.com is a map of all the places that people have donated items from. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. I have to look that up. Yeah. With a total of 2,845 items total have been donated to this museum. That is so cool. Yeah. So I only gave you 13 of those. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to send them some stuff. I was thinking that too. That'd be cool. Uh, not everything is on display at the same time. They do rotate items. Hyde, the director of the LA Museum, had said in an article that it was kind of a cathartic step for people and mm -hmm. bringing closure to a relationship, which I can yeah. absolutely see that. Yeah. She also said that she was surprised that it be had become more of a popular place for families with older children, hmm. in which parents would bring their te teenagers as a way to talk to them about relationships, sex, oh. love, that breakups are a part of that, and like, you know, that's actually really nice. You can push past it. Yeah. 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 I like It's that. like, even though these people had some terrible breakups, they still went on to, yeah. you know, move on. To like, heal over it. Yeah. And I think pretty much in every person's life, I mean, I, I literally know one person who has never had a romantic relationship heartbreak because they're high school sweet, sweethearts and are still married to this day and like, yep. are like, the Marshall and Lily. Love you, Carol. Yeah, love you, Carol. <laughs> so they're like, you know, the the Marshall and Lily. That's how I think of them. Because right. like, love yeah. Marshall and Lily. I know here this relation or this museum is in Croatia, but they have had they've had don items donated from literally everywhere around mm -hmm. the world. But in America, the average adult has had three major breakups, mm. and that's average. So yeah. mind you, that takes the ones that have had none or one or two, mm -hmm. and right. some have had more than three, right? And have spent more than eighteen months getting over them. Yeah, because breakups are like it's kind of like your breakups morning. Take a while to get over sometimes. Yeah, it's like mourning the loss of someone, even though they're still alive. It is. It's it's really a weird feeling. It's like a weird feeling. 
It is. Yeah. Yeah. So that is the Museum of Broken Relationships. That was a really good episode. I liked that a lot. Thanks. I'm going to look into this. I really enjoyed studying that one and looking at all the different pictures. And and I mean, I read even more stories, but there's just, and you can actually, you can go, they have a virtual museum. So not all of their 2000 items are on there, but you can go look at some of these. Uh, I think they have um, maybe like 40 or 50 of them online that you can go look at the pictures and read the stories of. I'm going to do that because that's cute. Okay. Yeah. I like that. So there you go. Thank you. That was good. Uh, We hope um, that you go listen to our Patreon by getting a free seven-day trial. Oh, yeah. And then stay on Patreon and support us because we got some janky equipment. We really, really need more, like, updated laptops or something. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) Or or go to the tip jar on our website and just give whatever you want because, man, we're suffering here. (laughs) we're dealing we're dealing yes um we want to thank all of our military thank you for serving thank you to the families who have lost loved ones and we our most recent bonus episode as we said was in dedication to you guys and um follow us on our socials yes socials you can go to our tiktok which is roadside podcast yep <laughs> at, <laughs> on uh, tiktok yes you can go to facebook which is roadside podcast we'll do all the podcast ones first our website at roadsidepodcast.com mm-hmm. and now all the pods so <laughs> maybe yes. that's the easiest way to do it so email us at roadsidepod at gmail.com go to our youtube at roadside pod and our instagram at roadside pod Yes, that is it. That's it. We love you all. We do love you. Go follow us and comment. And if you're in Germany, we love tell you. us what you want us to do. Because we love that you're like our yeah. number two listener of everybody. Like That's so cool. I know. That's kind of crazy. So we love you all. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening and for Keep finding dealing with her in the mysterious problems here. Yep. That's how this is going to be. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>